0: This is a Soulfire production. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the show. Glad to be here. Glad you're here. And uh, for all the all of you out there that are Patreon subscribers, just know that I love you the most. I love you more than your parents probably do, because you mean more to me than you do to them, and that's just the way it is. All right, so before we get into this, this is this might get a little heated. This might get a little interesting. We had the election come up. I think everyone's a little fucking exhausted. Everyone's a little tired of this shit. I mean, damn. So we're going to try and have some fun today. We're going to try and have some fun. There's a lot of things we can look at. We can look at how Trump is just getting cases thrown out left and right, because... He doesn't want to accept the results of the election, and we can talk about how that's totally fine and well within his right to, be, to do. That's how it goes. You have media projections of who won the election, totally fine, totally normal, and you have a period of time before everything is certified that you can contest those results. And that's a normal thing to do. And if you're Trump, strategically, it's a great thing to do. It's a good thing to do for your brand. We could talk about that, but we're not going to talk about that, because... We're exhausted, as I said. And if you are exhausted of shitty media and people lying just lying to you, and people that are biased but pretend not to be biased, I don't pretend not to be biased. Okay, I speak opinions here. These are my thoughts, these are my opinions. I may I may stumble upon a fact now and then, but I'm not like a, you know, I'm not I'm not a Ben Shapiro type cat, you know. I care about your facts and your feelings. I'm one of those type of guys. Maybe I'll be on the cover of Vogue wearing a dress soon. We're going to talk about that just down the road a little bit. But first, if you love this show, if you're into this show, if you if you want to support this show, the best way you can do that is by, one, going over to Apple Podcasts, leaving a five-star review and some kind words. Two, subscribe to the YouTube channel. Link is in the show notes. And three, if you really want to go above and beyond, go ahead and subscribe to that Patreon, okay? We don't have a cool name. I wish we had a cool name for the Patreoners out there. That would be fantastic. But we don't yet. And I'm not sorry because I'm doing my best over here. I got other things to worry about. But I'll, I'll come up with something. Maybe I'll come up for, with something on the way home for the holidays. Who knows? But that's 450 dollars a month, okay? It's 450 dollars a month. And you get ad-free content from my other podcast, The Realness. You get the shows early. You get all that kind of fun stuff. Once I figure out this technological clusterfuck that I have going on on my desk right now. We'll be doing live streams of the podcast, and then going into 2021, we're going to open up another tier, going to rearrange things a bit, and I'm going to be offering an extra episode each uh, week, which should be really fun, and I want you to be involved in that. I want your questions, your input, your thoughts. I'm going to work on trying to get, I'm not going to work on trying to get it, I'm going to work on getting a setup for you to call in, so we can have that going on calling into the show, how am I, How amazing would that be? How amazing would that be to be able to hear your own voice on the show? That would just be fan-fucking-tastic, okay? I'm working on all these things, and the reason I can do that is because we have the Patreon and people subscribing to the Patreon. Speaking of which, a few shout-outs here. Melissa, Evelyn, and Aaron, ladies came through this week. Three new ladies in the Patreon. Thank you so, so, so much. So with all of that, what I wanted to share with you, is that as we change things, I want to make sure that the the OGs of Wander's Premium get special treatment. So if you sign up before January, before January 1st, before the new year, if you get on the Patreon, click that link in the show notes, go to Patreon, patreon.com slash Connor Wander's, and you sign up for that $4.50 tier. When I remove that tier, okay, when I remove it on January 1st, when it's gone forever and we change it to a $5 and a $10 tier, you're going to get whatever the most expensive tier gets. Okay, there'll be some some bonus stuff there, some preferential treatment because, you know, cash rules everything around me and you. But if you can do it now, if you want to get in there and be one of the, be one of the first, be in that initial squad, you're going to get whatever the premium, most premium, premium tier gets as a thank you for having faith in what we're doing here and supporting loud Voices <laughs> that are slightly biased, relatively objective, and here for you. Okay, we're trying to have a great time here. This is gonna be fun. That's what we're doing. We're moving on. So, with that all being said, if you can support the show, great. If not, I understand, and I'm just glad you're here. I'm just glad you're here today on the show. Wow. I mean, I, I felt pretty run down after the election. I'm, I'm not gonna lie to you. That that was a. I mean, it's still going on technically, but I was pretty beat up. So I was like, oh, there's some things going on in the world that are fun. And you're finding people like Candace Owens jumping out trying to grab some more attention. We're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about the Million MAGA March. And we're going to go into uh, Bill Mount Ma- Bill Mars, Mahowers, Mars, Bill Mars election breakdown. And it's something to think about. We're going to talk about calling out the bullshit and the fuckery on your own side. It's a beautiful show. It's a beautiful time. I'm excited about it, I hope that you're excited about it. And now, let's get into it. It's time for the State of Things. Harry Styles on the cover of Vogue in a goddamn dress, a a series of dresses, lots of dresses. Now, I know you're sitting out there right now thinking, what is Connor going to say about this? Is he going to call Harry Styles a pussy? Is he going to go on a rant about how masculinity is dead? No, I'm absolutely not, because that would be fucking ridiculous. But some people are saying that. Some people are saying that. And one of those people is Candace Owens. Candace Owens, who can be seen regularly in men's suits, she has an issue with Harry Styles. And the Vogue article, Um and there. Here's the thing: I, I listened to her talk about it. I listened to Ben Shapiro talk about it. I was just curious: what do people have to say? What's the problem? Because I know me and a lot of my libertarian friends, <laughs> me the libertarian socialist and my libertarian, real libertarian friends, are saying, "Who fucking cares? Like, who cares what Vogue has to say? Who cares what Harry Styles wears if he wants to wear a dress? I don't care." But then. Oh, just as by the glory of sweet baby Jesus, as soon as I am about to walk down here and record this show, I see that Candace Owens has done a full IGTV talking about this. Now, before we get into that, I want to let you know that this is clearly. Something that the Daily Wire and the people that are at the Daily Wire do. They're talking about something that's culturally relevant, right? It's kind of going around. that Harry Styles and address, yada, yada, yada. People are talking about it. Some people care. Most people don't. But they're going to use that to gain attention. This is about the Daily Wire, Ben and Candace and everybody over there just getting clicks. Okay, they, they, they criticize clickbaity headlines and misleading shit while they're misleading you into looking at their shit. Uh, All right, that, that's exactly what this is. Let's not call it something different. Let's not call it journalism. It is very much not that. This is Candace and Ben sitting around being like, oh my God, we're getting retweeted so much, talking about something that literally does not matter. It does not matter to anyone. But they're causing it. They're causing a little stir. They're doing kind of what the left does, actually. Pretty interesting. But here's the thing. I haven't watched this IGTV from Candace. I watched about the first 20 seconds, and I was like, you know what? How about I watch it live on the show and then maybe jump in here and pause it here and there see what I have to say. And uh, and just go from there. So I haven't seen this yet. I haven't. I, I only saw her tweet, which we're not even going to go into because we have this pile of content right here. So let's see what Candace Owens has to say about old Harry Styles and his Vogue shoot.
1: All right, guys. Bring back manly men. Who would have thought that that would have caused an absolute firestorm? Something as...
0: Uh, you you were the one who would thought would think that. You, you did it because it would cause a firestorm. So you are the person that thought that it would cause a firestorm, and you were right. You were right, to, to your credit here. But that person is you.
1: Basic um, as saying that men are good for our society causes a firestorm, of course, on the left, because the left hates anything normal. Basically, if there is any...
0: Okay, so notice what's happening here. I'm just going to call this out before it happens. Uh, hyperbolic statement... Followed by straw manning the left. I'm the left. I'm on the left. You know, not by much, but I'm there. Okay. You're gonna straw man. Am I, am I now included in your attack on the left? Hmm? I don't know. Let's continue.
1: Anything that looks remotely normal, the left sees it and they want to tear it down. They just cannot stand the idea that things are functioning and things are working and things are normal. Case in points. Um, A man wearing a dress. Now, first off, let me just clarify something. When I originally tweeted about this, this was not an attack on Harry Styles. He happened to be the man in the dress, but really it was more of an attack on Vogue and the culture in general that is trying to shove this down our throats, right? This turning women into men and turning men into women has been the the move on the left as of late, right? Women should want to go to work. You don't need a man. Shave your head. Diet pink. Make your.
0: Shave your head. Diet pink. You know what turned women into men? was the eighties and the nineties and the pantsuits and the shoulder pads and women have women having to act like a man to participate in the work environment. That's, that's, that's what did that. That wasn't the left. That was tradition. I don't know. Mad men era lingering bullshit. Who knows?
1: yourself ugly right because that's feminism and that's power and that sticks it to the patriarchy. men put on a ball gown right and and strut on vogue because somehow that shows that you're not normal and that's really empowering and forward and quite frankly, I do not find men in dresses to be attractive.
0: I don't think anyone would want you to or think that you would like men in dresses but I will tell you this and I am a straight man. Harry Styles is gorgeous not my type. But he's a gorgeous
2: man.
1: Women do not find men in dresses to be attractive. Do not believe women that are sitting here telling you, oh, I would love for my man to wear a gown on our wedding day. It's just not true. That's just, whoa. Let this feminist. No one says that. No one
0: says that. (laughs) What the fuck are you talking about? This is the straw man bullshit. And her people eat this up. She thinks that there's like a, a movement of women out there that want their men to wear dresses on their wedding day wow that's like this is this ultimate straw man this is this is this is this is insane i love
1: this and typically people that follow follow hollywood trends question i want to ask you guys about hollywood because this was almost the biggest issue that i was hitting at um when's the last time they've ever promoted anything good or anything functional just think about it. You can, you can write it right now. When is the last time Hollywood has ever promoted anything good or anything functional, right? Hollywood is the conduit to all bad ideas. Anything that they are glorifying in Hollywood, you can guarantee you is going to ruin your life, right? So they want you to think that they're these little demigods. So suddenly Harry Styles was on a dress and that's just what everybody should be doing, right? Or, oh, this is powerful. Quite frankly, you know, from people who don't play the Hollywood game and live in the hills, if I see a man in a dress, I think he's a crackhead. Period. Right. If you see that stuff, if you live in the projects, if you live on the streets and you see somebody wearing a man wearing a dress, you assume that they have mental issues. And me and I want to be very clear. This is my opinion. I would never allow my kids near a man that's wearing a dress. That's my personal opinion. You can call that however, however you want to call that. I I don't need to be woke to pretend that this sort of stuff is normal. It's not normal. It's complete.
0: Funny thing is, when I was a kid. Uh, There was this person named Leslie. Leslie was a celebrity in Austin, and we would go to Austin and visit uh, some family there. And I got to take a photo with a man who was uh, definitely had mental issues and was a homeless person uh, in a tutu. So my parents let me do that, and that's one of my fondest memories. It's so funny. It was one of the funniest things ever. Clearly, I mean, again, maybe solidifies our point that people that wear dresses oftentimes have uh, mental issues. But I would also like to bring up David Bowie and Dennis Rodman. Okay. Two people who would dress in very feminine clothes in prints as well. Uh, yeah, so I'm, I don't, I'm,
1: uh-huh. Completely not normal, uh, you know, for, for to, to feminize men and to keep pretending that this is progressive, it's not progressive. I said what I meant. There is no society that can survive without strong men. People are sitting here critiquing that statement show me the society that survived without strong men you have a whole lot of human history for you to look at right men the role of men is to defend it's the role to protect so all of you men who are sending pictures of you in a dress and saying oh, I'm still a man or I'm still a manly man I am not calling on you when there's a world war I am not calling on you when I'm in an emergency okay you can wear your dresses uh, nobody has sat here and said if you're a man in a dress, something bad should happen to you I don't believe that I believe people should live and do as they want
0: oh my god wait wait wait. I- I haven't watched this remember i have not i've not seen this i believe that people should live and do as they want but is there a but coming i don't know this is just my prediction
1: but i think it is wrong for our society to keep perverting things to keep putting in the forefront forms of perversion okay let me give you a couple of forms of perversion that people in hollywood like to promote aside from men wearing dresses which i believe to be a perversion it is perverted to me i do not like seeing it i am never going to promote it
0: Again, she did a photo shoot wearing a men's suit, a man's a man's suit. That's Candace Owens.
1: I'm not going to shove about that. A perversion is that Hollywood people, Hollywood elitists, also a bunch of women telling, oh, abortion's the best thing ever. Oh, you, I, I loved my abortion, Jamila.
0: No one, no one says that. Like, I don't think I've ever heard any woman who's had an abortion talk about how they loved the experience. That's cruel and shameful.
1: Hill, Miley Cyrus abortion, uh, uh, right? That's her thing. Abortion cake. That is a perversion, right? Women should be doing the exact opposite of that. Women should be nurturing. That is, that is women should, should think about how do we protect our children? How do we raise children? Not how do we rip them out of our bodies and glorify that. They-
0: so now the Harry Styles, let's just, let's just follow this logic here. Now the Harry Styles in a dress situation has become about abortion. I want you to just follow me here. That's where we're at. A guy who was in a boy band that was created on a reality show who decides that he wants to wear dresses sometimes. Uh, now that statement is about women ripping babies out of out, out, out of them. That's where that's that's where Candace Owens has got. So she started straw manning. And this is what the left wants, and this is what Hollywood wants, and abortions are awesome, and now that's what, that's what I'm, I, now that I guess that's what I think, because that's what she seems to think that I think, um, and here we are. So that, that's, that's, that's the type of logic that these people seem to uh, really uh, respect.
1: They glorify killing babies. They glorify men in dresses. They glorify WAP wops hitting the ground 13 year olds twerking and dancing right this is disgusting this is everything the left and the hollywood touches is a perversion you cannot tell me when is the last time you've seen hollywood be like let me promote this guy who goes to church on sunday that's a masculine man by the way people sitting here talking about oh masculinity means you want men to beat you like the dichotomy between wearing a dress like (laughs) if you don't wear a dress that means that you beat women is completely crazy
0: yeah, it is. It's, it's as crazy as your stance. It's the mirror image of your stance on the issue. Like, it, yeah, I would agree that is very crazy. Equally as crazy as what you have to say
1: completely crazy. Let men be masculine. I like men that protect women. Okay. Does that mean you beat women? You're sitting here glorifying people like Cardi B who are telling you it's to, to put your vaginas on the floor, right? And, and, and talk about what you can do with men behind closed doors. And Hollywood says, Yay! let's make that viral. Harry Styles. Oh my
0: God. Let's make that viral. Ben Shapiro made that song viral. I didn't know what that song was until Ben Shapiro talked about it. Ben Shapiro and Candace Owens made WAP viral, and now they're blaming Hollywood for making WAP viral and putting your pussies on the floor and buckets and mops and all this other stuff. I don't know. Music isn't supposed to be taken seriously, okay? Like, I I, I listen to songs about drug dealing and shooting people while I'm doing laundry. Like, it's just not... Like, what the fuck are we talking about? Like, I like uh, J. Cole's song about losing his virginity, right? Did that really happen in that way? Did that really happen in that, what the fuck is the name of that song? Oh damn, that's gonna drive me crazy. Anyways, everybody out there screaming at me, I'm sorry. But, like, it's a fucking song. Y'all made it viral, and now you're blaming the virality on somebody else. That was you guys. That was you. No one else.
1: Yeah, you're dress, let's make that viral. Miley Cyrus ripping live human beings out of your vagina. Yay, oh, so powerful, let's make it God. viral. You are all disgusting. I I genuinely believe when I said Hollywood is satanic. I believe that from the bottom of my heart because I cannot think of something good that has come out of Hollywood. Tell me what is it? You go go, tell me what it is. Tell me what. You
0: know, part of me wants to say list something good that came from Hollywood, right? Like what? What good came from Hollywood? Movies. Like. They do what Hollywood does. If you take Hollywood people seriously on their fucking thoughts on the world, like you don't. They're just another fucking person and they're pretty sheltered from reality. That's not, that's on the individual. That's personal responsibility, which these people claim to think is important. But no, what comes from Hollywood? Movies. TV shows, Guardians of the Fucking Galaxy, Marvel movies, Shawshank Redemption—that's what I think comes from Hollywood that fucking matters. And the thing is, I can look at, it, I can sit here and be like, "Oh, well, let me think of some social issues that Hollywood, you know, pushes that I think are positive." I don't really give a fuck what Hollywood says about anything, and neither does Mo- do most people. But they've they've created this again straw man argument about Hollywood's uh, sat- sat- satanic whatever the fuck. It's like, what are we talking about here? What are we talking about? Let's continue.
1: What it is that you guys are glorifying all of you little kids who are too young to understand that they are putting you on a path that is going to ruin your life. Examine the lives of the people. You may think they have money. Examine their personal lives of those celebrities that you follow. Actually go examine their personal lives and tell me if that's a life that you think you aspire to. Ask yourself a question. Do you think that?
0: I really really look up to uh, Chris Hemsworth. I think that his life seems fucking dope. Okay. I don't say that about many people, but I mean, Hollywood's done him pretty well. You know, it would be kind of sick to surf all the time and be Thor. I don't, I don't know. That just seems pretty rad. So I don't really know what she's getting at here, or who she's talking about, but uh, here we are.
1: Person is happy for everyone who keeps throwing me all of these rockers who wore dresses. Okay. They were also all on drugs right? Look at Kurt Cobain, uh, wearing this dress, Candace. Oh, he looked like a person that was very stable and, uh, mentally healthy. Let me go try to live my life like that.
0: That's fucked up, Candace. Like the dude put a fucking shotgun to his head. Really? Like that's now, now you're shaming people with addiction and mental health issues. Fan classy move. Fucking bitch.
1: Again, this isn't an attack on Harry Styles. He just happened to be the man in the dress on the cover of Vogue. I like his music, seems like a nice enough kid. I am talking about the fact that celebrities promote this stuff that in the end is toxic and harmful to establishments in this society, the biggest one being family. Everything the left does and touches, everything that these holly weirdos promote is about destroying basic values that work. A nuclear family. A yin and a yang in the household, having a feminine and, and a masculine figure who raise solid kids with good values, kids that don't believe in twerking when they're 13 years old on the internet, kids that believe in, in that there is something bigger than themselves, the strand of narcissism that we see going through through Hollywood. Oh,
0: oh, now Candace Owens is talking about narcissism. That's rich. That's rich. Are you criticizing people who are narcissistic? the person who makes things go viral and then blames it on somebody else so they can get attention that's you are an attention whore like that's what this is and now you're 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 criticizing celebrities as if you aren't one by the way celebrities for being narcissistic that is a fucking adorable
1: Hollywood is so satanic i mean olivia wilde telling me i'm pathetic you're pathetic your whole instagram is dedicated to you trying to make people believe you're a good person oh but another black person die let me put it on my instagram and 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 show people how much i care you're not doing anything to show you care because you're posting on your instagram nobody cares about your black squares uh hollywood
0: that was so long ago that feels like so the black square thing seems so 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 long ago
1: Honestly, it's all about you all the time. And for all of you guys that are running around saying, oh, she's doing this for attention. I wasn't the person that put on a a dress and went on the cover of Vogue. Um, That would be for attention because at the core of these people. Um,
0: Yes, the person on the cover of the magazine is there for attention. That's what the cover of the magazine is for.
1: People who you think are subversive and progressive and forward is a desperate need for attention and they can never do enough to get that attention. This isn't about them being fulfilled or being happy or being comfortable in their own. How,
0: who are you to project what other people want? Like it's, it's like you know everyone's motivations. Like You know everyone's motivations. It's like if they don't agree with you or they criticize you, then their motivations are obviously nefarious and, and shallow and self-centered. But if they agree with you, if it's Glenn Beck... Right, If it's Glenn Beck, then it's fine. If it's Charlie Kirk, it's not for attention. It's because it's out of the kindness of his heart that he's screaming fucking nonsense. Get out of here, dude.
1: In fact, it's quite the opposite. Virtually every person I've met in Hollywood is dying a silent death. You know, they're unhappy, they're not fulfilled, they don't have the things that we have. I mean, I'm I am happily, happily married, got a kid on the way that should be here in eight weeks. Um, I don't find the need to put my vagina on the ground to show people how empowered I am. And that's fine. Forgive me. And that's fine. I don't fine, need my husband Candace. to be in a dress shutting, shutting down the street because he's comfortable in his own skin. As I said, it's quite the opposite. I think what people are really upset about is that conservatives are not backing down to these holly weirdos anymore. OK, we don't need to sit here and pretend that any of the stuff that they are putting out is normal. Like we can talk about family values. We can talk about men being men and women being women. And I'm so tired of society's attack on masculinity. Masculinity is sexy. Swing an axe, take care of your family, fish, fish. Hunt, shoot, do whatever it is that you do. You know, let the guys hang out with the guys. That stuff is not toxic. That stuff is, is, has been in, this society, in society for a very long time, you know, uh, since the beginning of humanity. We've had men protecting and defending. We've had women nurturing. And um, Hollywood, you guys are a bunch of clowns. Nobody cares. Genuinely, nobody cares what you think. Thanks, guys, for enjoying my uh, little chat here on Instagram.
0: Okay, so we're spending a lot of time on this, and maybe it deserves time, or maybe we're just having fun. I don't know. But what I'm here to say is that this this Candace Owens bit, this whole thing one it's a bit. Okay, you look at her like a comedian. This idea that men or masculinity is under attack is so obnoxious and just make believe fairy tale bullshit. All right, now there are some things that are happening. When the way that people raise their kids, I don't agree with agree with from the from the, especially people from the the far left who are like, you know, maybe don't want their kid to have a gender identity until a certain time. I think that's a little problematic. Could cause some problems. I don't know. Okay. I'm not in there. But I know as a masculine man, which I feel very confident saying that I am, okay, when she talks about I got a fucking deer skull that I shot right over by over my left shoulder right here. Okay? Like, I don't, there's no attack on my masculinity. And if you are masculine, if you're a masculine man, you don't fucking take advice from Vogue. Okay, Vogue isn't telling your goddamn Steve from Montana how to fucking live his life. And he's not going to go, oh, wow, Harry Styles put on some Dior. I should go to shop at Dior. Dior looks like a really nice store. Maybe I would really feel more fulfilled. When really what's going on in the world is people don't have fucking jobs. And they're about to get evicted. That's what's happening. Right? Harry Styles is fine. Was it One Direction, I guess, where that dude came from? I don't fucking know. And you know what most men don't know? Why Harry Styles is relevant in the first place. So shut the fuck up. This is obnoxious. Why? This is attention-seeking bullshit. It is attention-seeking bullshit bullshit. We can all do better than this. And we'd all be better without this conversation, even coming out, even being a thing. Why are we doing this? What are we here for? So Candace Owens get more attention and seems so righteous while she's sitting here shaming people. Like, do you understand that people like her get where they are by shaming the other side? People like me will come out and say, Hey, I didn't vote for Trump. I don't think he's the best thing for America, but you don't need to shame your family members or your friends or people, you know, that did vote for him. You got to have some empathy. You got to have some compassion. You got to have some understanding. Does that mean we need to go fucking balls to the wall Antifa? No, that's obnoxious too. But we don't recognize is that Candace Owens is the mirror of what's happening on the left. Hollywood weirdo, Holly weirdos or whatever she's saying is the same as her. They're just on the other side. And so when you see people like her attack someone on the other side like that, so with so much kind of disdain, that's a reflection of her. That's people with the same line of thinking, the same logical cognitive processes applied to different life experience and different values. This is not objectivity. I would even go as far as say what she's doing is dishonest. But one thing it definitely isn't is self-aware. Maybe they think facts don't care about your feelings and that, you know, they're, obje- they're so objective and they-, and they live their life in data and science and stats, which is <laughs> a fairy tale that they tell themselves. But when you look at this and you see somebody so aggressively attacking the other side like that, like I like what Candace Owens has to say sometimes, but this shit is just stupid. It's because that other side, it's, it's the same as, you know, alt-right versus Antifa. They are the same. They are the same. They're mirrors of each other. The way they get to where they are is the exact same with different values. And they're both equally irrational. It's fucked. The guys with the tiki torches saying that Jews won't replace us are the same as the fucking guys that, are, that we're going to talk about later in the show who are sucker-punching people in the streets in D.C. They're the fucking same. Now, maybe one's more violent than the other. We get into the details of that. Absolutely. But when you see something like this, and you see somebody take a stance like this and use it as a Trojan horse to push the shaming, belittling rhetoric on people who didn't ask for it, that's fucked up. So Candace Owens, sincerely, fuck off. Okay, the million MAGA march descended upon DC, and shit got wild. Shit got wild. So, there was a lot of, I mean, tens of thousands is what the kind of, uh, if, I, if I average what liberal media says with what uh, right-wing media says. Right-wing says there was hundreds of thousands of people there. Liberal media says there was hundreds of people there. So, there's likely tens of thousands of people there. Maybe 20,000. Who fucking knows? But there was a lot of people. A lot of people made it out to D.C. to speak up and to stop the steal of the election because it sucks to be wrong. So, this all goes down. And of course, when you have that many Trump supporters there, you have um, counter-protesters. Now, what we've seen here is a, a, a an increase in violence coming from one direction. Not one direction Harry Styles one direction, but one direction politically, and that is the left. Left-wing extremists, left-wing rioters people that are posing as left-wing protesters just because they want to steal shit, bad actors at left-wing events. Those are the people causing the most problems, okay? And there's something that needs to be done here about this because people on the left don't want to call those people out and say, that's stupid fucking shit. That's a bad idea. Don't do that. Don't set cars on fire. Don't burn down businesses. Businesses Don't stab people. Don't shoot people. Don't kill people. Don't take over city blocks. Don't do that. Don't do... That's just not. That's not, that, that's not productive, and we'll get into some of that later, but I wanted to play this video here and show you how one, and I'm going to describe this for all of you uh, podcast only listeners that need to get your sexy ass over to YouTube and subscribe so you can see this shit. <sighs> how things, I'm going to show you how things can be manipulated. And I'm going to explain this to you. Okay. Very simple. And this is a great example of that. All right. So we have Andy No, who is, I mean, he's kind of, um, I would say, like, Uh, he's been exposing some of the violence coming from the left for a while here. Don't know much about him, but he put some good stuff out there. And he actually brought this clip forward from Kalen. And Kalen is a guy from Scriber News. Make sure to check out Scriber. Shouts to those guys. Shouts to Kalen at from Kalen on Instagram and Twitter. And he goes and he gets this footage, right? So what we have right here is a a video with 5.6 million views, 33,000 retweets, and uh, 35,000 likes. 11,000 comments. So, a very popular tweet, and I'm gonna try and like display this for you, this this, this this, complete and utter chaos. To set the stage, you've got a black man surrounded by a diverse group of people wearing black, clearly Black Lives Matter slash Antifa cats. And let's see what happens next. He's walking away, his nose blood, and he gets sucker punched in the back of the head. And knocked out. Now he's getting kicked in the face. I think someone stole his phone in there, and well, it's really loud. Sorry, guys. Um, he's getting up. He's got a blessed nose. His head from the concrete. I'm assuming a little road rash on his face. He's probably in his 50s. And somebody's praying. Somebody says, "In Jesus' name, he's going to heal the internal bleeding with the with the prayers." So what it looks like right there is some guy's trying to walk through a crowd and um, get the shit beat out of him. Now, first off, I'm going to say this before we go into the next video. If you walk up behind somebody and throw a sloppy right hook when they're not looking and hit them in the jaw and knock them out, you're a fucking coward. You're a coward. I've been in a lot of fights, okay? I've been in a lot of fights. You don't sucker punch somebody from the back. You're going to sucker punch them from the front. That's a move I've taken. That's a, I've, I've, I've done that thing. I don't think it's that big of a deal. I've had it done to me too. It sucks. But sometimes people deserve that. But if you're going to square up and fucking fight somebody, square up and fight somebody like a fucking man. Don't walk up behind somebody, regardless of their beliefs, and hit them from the back like that. One, if you hit them in the jaw like that and they go unconscious, they can die when they hit the ground. Okay, The ground is hard. Concrete fucks you shit up. All right? Dead. Done. It's not fun. That's not That's not a game anymore. All right? So this fucking guy, who has been now exposed, who walks up behind this man and sucker punches him from the back, like I said, don't condone that, is a fucking coward. Now... What we see here, assuming, is that this guy's walking through a crowd of protesters trying to get somewhere, but now we have this other guy here, Daniel Newman, who is also verified on Twitter, both these guys have their check marks, showing the full story, well, his version of the full story. So let's go ahead, I'm going to play this for you now. What we have here is a guy on a megaphone, now the man who later gets knocked the fuck out, walks up, tries to take the megaphone away, starts getting violent, shoving people, Sure, he's been yelled at all day. Holding his fist up, people are coming up behind him and pushing him. This is just like a BLM thing. It's like coming up behind people, I guess. He's pushing women. Somebody kicks him. Now he's 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 getting pretty heated here. Now he pushes a woman down. That's not cool. And now it's getting a little it's getting a little more heated here. Oh, now somebody's coming up behind him and pushing punching him again. Lots of punches from the back here. Now he goes to walk off, and here comes the guy with the sign. Bap Knocks him out. So what you see there is the front half of that interaction. Now, if we were being, you know, objective and partial, we would show that whole clip. So if you put those two clips together, those clips somehow fucked and made the actual whole interaction where you see him being an asshole, him starting shit, getting violent, and then somebody sucker punching him, and then him getting kicked on the ground, getting his phone stolen, him bleeding out. Like all those things together end up making the whole story. But what we have is somebody from the right criticizing the left, only showing the end of that story. And then we have somebody from the left criticizing the right, only showing the beginning. Because this is how shit gets shared. If you had something that was, I don't know, debatable showing the fucked up nature of both sides, well, then maybe it wouldn't get shared as many times and your followers would get upset because it was objective. That's not the case here. Now let's cut that clip. Let's cut the full clip in two, and I'll share my half to my audience and you share your half to your audience because that'll make them happy. That's what they want to see. That's the world we're living in. And there is something about this divisiveness that just makes me, ugh, it makes my skin crawl. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it so much. The shaming, the judging, the divisiveness, it just, it's just, it's becoming the core of our nation and it is sad. It is sad. And shit like this, just the little clip that gets viral here, it's a little, this is just some virality and you have a complete misunderstanding and two sides being wildly irresponsible. So if you want to see those full clips, go over to YouTube. We'll have them mashed together. Put them together just so you know, just so you can see the full encounter. It's a weird world we live in, guys. It's a weird world where we're this divided. But I wanted to share that with you and say this. If there is a protest going on, right? Say it's a MAGA protest, a, MAGA, a pro-MAGA protest, right? So if that's going on and Antifa shows up, they are 1,000% there to start shit, right? There's an Antifa protest, and the Proud Boys show up. They're 1,000% there to start shit. They like to fight. They like to get violent. And before you let this fucking bullshit like run away with your mind, run away with your cognitive processing, because that's what social media is built to do, take a fucking breath. Understand that, yes, are these MAGA, million MAGA marchers stop to steal people kind of fucking dumb? Yeah, they kind of are. But they believe in something and it's getting ripped away from them. Okay? Let them pout. Let them protest. Let them do their thing. And then we can just all accept four shitty years with Joe Biden, the worst candidate of the fucking Democrats in the primary. Let's not forget how that all went down. But we're fighting each other over silly shit like this without saying, hey... These guys are assholes on this side, and these guys are assholes on this side. How about we just, you know, just not condone people being assholes? And we'd all be in a better place. I wanted to share that. Make sure to go over to YouTube and check it out. And don't believe the internet. All right, all right, all right. Last thing we've got today is another video. We're just playing, we're having fun today. We're having fun today. Just playing videos. What what have we had so far? Candace Owens crying about men men in dresses, thinking that that's going to perpetuate through the whole world. We're all going to be wearing dresses soon. Let's see. Uh, Antifa punching someone in the back of the head. Got it. Now, Bill Maher. Bill Maher, we're having a good time. This is great. We're going to play this full clip. Now, this is... I should just call these full clip. Full clip days. Um, This is Bill Maher's uh, new rule. He does it at the end of his show. I don't really watch his show that much, but... I uh, enjoy his commentary, and I want to jump into this because I thought what he had to say was pretty poignant, and is it accurate 100%? Mm, Debatable, but, you know, even though this is going to get maybe uh, demonetized, (laughs) we're going to play it anyways. Let's fucking roll.
2: With two Senate seats in Georgia still possible, seats that will make the difference between gridlock and progress, Democrats must figure out why some. How many voters still say to them, you're good enough, you're smart enough, but doggone it, we don't like you. (laughs) Under the headline, something went wrong, the New York Times described a post-election conference call between Democratic leaders where they wept, cursed, and traded blame. Wait, I thought we won this one. (laughs) Which we did. We did, and yes, ding dong, the whiny little bitch is dead. <laughs> Celebration is in order. We took a big step towards saving democracy and, in the process, lost 280 pounds of ugly fat. <laughs> All right, that's my last fat joke <laughs> Trump. for the next five minutes. But Democrats were supposed to flip the Senate and didn't, supposed to flip state legislatures, not a one. And they lost seats in the House in a year that was so much about making people aware of racism. Their share of minority votes went down. The message to Democrats from so much of the country seems to be, we don't like Trump, but we still can't bring ourselves to vote for you. If Cracker Jack was made of popcorn and dog shit, and half the people threw out the popcorn, popcorn should want to know why. Liberals can either write off half the country as irredeemable, or they can ask, what is it about a D next to a candidate's name that makes it so toxic? Let's ask Ruben Gallego. He's a congressman from Arizona. He was asked how his Democrats could do a better job connecting to Latinos. He said, first, start by not using the term Latinx, which the vast majority of Latinos have never heard of, and when they do, don't like it. Who likes it? pandering white politicians who mistake Twitter for real people
0: god damn that is so on point this latinx thing I never understood it It doesn't make any sense and the only people I've seen use it are media and
2: white women and don't get it that latinx is like fetch you can try to make it happen but it's never gonna Virginia Congresswoman Abigail Spanberger said after the election, if we are classifying Tuesday as a success, we will get fucking torn apart in 2022. <laughs> That's a congresswoman. <laughs> she was urging members not to talk about defunding the police. James Clyburn agreed. Defund the police is killing our party, he said. Pennsylvania Democrat Connor Lamb says Democratic rhetoric needs to be dialed back. It needs to be rooted in common sense. Thank you. Thank you. There, in my opinion, is the crux of the problem. Democrats too often don't come across as having common sense to a huge swath of Americans. And these are people who believe in QAnon. But as I've said before, politics in this country is binary. You have to wear everything anyone on your side does. Republicans are the party of don't wear masks, kids in cages, lock her up, and Democrats are the party of every hypersensitive social justice warrior, woke bullshit story in the news. They're the party that disappears people or tries to make them apologize for ridiculous things. Anne Hathaway apologized last week because in her new movie she plays a witch, a fictional character that has three claw-like fingers and that's offensive to people with limb differences. The week before, the NHL's Arizona Coyotes dropped a player after it came out in the press that when he was in eighth grade, he bullied a disabled kid. Yes, that's a bad thing to do. But are we really going after people for what they did in middle school now? Democrats already lost seats for going after what Brett Kavanaugh did in high school. Common sense. Last year, I read about how NBC, held an emergency meeting to determine if Mario Lopez should be fired from his job at Access Hollywood. I thought, holy shit, did he sexually assault somebody? No. He went on a podcast, and when the host brought up the trend of liberal parents letting toddlers pick their gender identity, he said, my God, if you're three years old and you're saying you think you're a boy or a girl, I just think it's dangerous as a parent to make that determination. Cue the groveling apology followed by America saying, uh, yeah, I think Mario's right. Maybe kids shouldn't make big life decisions while you still need to make choo-choo noises to get the food in their mouth. (laughs) (laughs) I can do this all day. Cite stories big and small that are endlessly on people's news feeds that add up to a constant drip, drip, drip of these people are nuts. Everybody heard about that story out of San Francisco about a guy who got on a crowded elevator with a female professor and when she asked what floor, he said, women's lingerie, you know, a little joke for which he earned a formal complaint because it left her shaken. Shaken? Shaken? Who are these jellyfish? Like the woman who almost derailed Biden's campaign because he kissed the back of her head before she went out to make a speech. She said her brain couldn't process what was happening. Really? Your brain couldn't process that, like string theory or wormholes? (laughs) An old man was trying to show support in his old man way. She said she was embarrassed, shocked, confused. Well, then the outside world isn't for you. (laughs) (laughs) And certainly running the world isn't. I talked to a guy in the Midwest once who told me this story about the day he went out to get his car in the supermarket parking lot, but couldn't back out because a mother and her very young daughter were standing behind his car, which was next to their car, which had a Hillary bumper sticker on it. And the little girl was screaming at her mother, who was profusely apologizing to the child. And he said to me, I just can't let people like that take over this country. That's what people vote on, not policy. Democrats kept saying in the campaign, you can't possibly think Trump is preferable to what we're selling. And many voters keep saying, yes, we can.
0: That's so true. So much fire here. This, that's, fuck. It's hard to really understand how big of a middle finger that is to the Democratic Party, what, what this election turned out to be. Let's just keep that in perspective.
2: In fact, our primary reason voting for him is to create a bulwark against you because your side thinks silence is violence and looting is not. Because you're the party of chasing speakers off college campuses and making everyone walk on eggshells and replacing let's not see color with let's see it always and everywhere. Formerly the position of the Ku Klux Klan. It would be so easy to win elections if we would just drop this shit. Democrats need to listen to our new president-elect's old boss. This idea of purity and you're never compromised and you're always politically woke and all that stuff. You should get over that quickly. Quickly. Like before they voted in Georgia. So
0: I thought that was incredibly well said. Now, if you look at what happened in the congressional races and, and, and the Senate races and why the Senate wasn't flipped, it's, this isn't an attack on progressivism, right? Progressives actually did really well. Really well in the Congress and the Senate, or in the uh, the House and the Senate. So this isn't isn't about progressives who, generally speaking, are the, the the AOCs of the crew, right? The ones that are picked on by your kind of blue dog, old school Democrats, right? These like pro corporate Democrats. They think the issue is socialism and Medicare for all. When really, what makes the entire left look like a fucking joke? Is antifa and defund the police and silly identity politics bullshit? Like that makes that's that's the shit. When I go home to see my family, that's the shit that gets brought up. When we have a conversation about healthcare in my house and the future of healthcare in this country, that doesn't that doesn't rile anybody up. We're like, oh, that's, that, those are good points. Whatever. I get it, deregulation or you know government healthcare, like it all that stuff makes sense. People to wrap their rides around that. When you tell people in the real America, not these fucking major cities, that defunding the police and and you know all this all this shit that it's just it's too much for people to handle because they don't see it on a daily basis. This isn't a part of their normal life. It's weird. It's weird and it's problematic. It's so problematic, and I know that most people that I talk to who are so ideologically connected with the, with the, the left adopt these, these mantras and these ideas as part of themselves, and they think that anti-racism and, 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 and fucking white fragility and critical race theory are important and helpful for our society, but they're fucking wrong. They're wrong, and they are hurting the good policies the practical common sense policies that the left has because they're tarnishing all of that with their fucking shitty ideas in the same way that QAnon poisons the right. You know, Bill is on point with so much this. Say here, and he's also a comedian. Now, is he out of touch? Yeah, he's out of touch, and not everything he had to say wasn't one million percent something I support, but the general theme that we're letting identity politics and shitty ideas really break us down as a political party if we're talking about being on the left or this is fucking American people we have shitty ideas everywhere it's a fucking cancer it's a cancer within a broken system and that's where we're living right now so before you go post a black square or do your thing or say the next thing that's like woke do a little bit of fucking understanding of where that shit is coming from just a little bit do a little research before you go all the way as it, when it comes to going left, turning left. Just just fucking think about what you're doing and how people perceive that. And if it's actually effective, if the intentions are actually pure. Because I can tell you right now that as fucked up as so much of this world is, I can tell you that people like Robin DiAngelo don't have the best of intentions. They're being paid $20,000 an hour to tell people how racist they are. They need you to see everything through the lens of race. They need you to see everything through the lens of oppression. And then they'll decide who the oppressors are. Whoever it is that's convenient for them. That's trying to solve fascism with fascism and racism with racism. And it's a fucking joke. It's a joke. And it's tearing us the fuck apart but we're just having fun here today. We're just having fun here today. Nothing heavy, nothing heavy, nothing at all. And with all that, with all that, I think it's time to move on. And I think right now I'm going to give you something to think about if I haven't already. Okay, 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 okay. I really didn't think this show was going to get so heavy. I really didn't think it was, but here we are. Oh, Jesus Christ. Here's what I want to talk about. Here's what I want you to think about. I'm going to talk about it. I'm going to think about it. I want you to think about it. Sit on it, ponder on it, meditate on it, do your thing. Okay? It is the responsibility. We're going to just just keep adhering to this two-party system. It is the responsibility of those that identify with whatever party to call out the fucking morons on their side. Okay. If you are on the left, it is your responsibility to be, to scrutinize the ideas that come from your side more than the ideas that come from the other side. If you consider yourself a a, a pragmatic thinker or a, I don't know, relatively intelligent human being, it is your responsibility to be the filter for the bullshit that comes from your side. If you are on the right, it is your responsibility to criticize your own side first. Tend to your side's fuckery first before you come at the other side. There are people and organizations that benefit like a motherfucker from us being divided and one way we can come a little closer together up in this bitch is by criticizing and holding our own side accountable for the bad fucking ideas that come out of our side if you're on the left you need to look at critical race theory and say hey you need to rethink this shit If you're on the right, you need to look at QAnon and people who think that there's child-eating, pedophile, cannibal, motherfucking lizards in the government and say, dude, chill the fuck out and get a goddamn job. Okay? We need to look at our own side with more pragmatism, with a a critical eye. More than we look at the other side. Because we look at the other side and say, oh... Oh, these people who are, are are pro-life are so intolerant and so whatever, right? And maybe I believe that, but there's a lot of shit I got to handle on my own side. I got We got fucking idiots over here that are Bernie supporters that are burning down fucking buildings. I got to handle that shit. There's literally fire starting on the left right now. And we're going to criticize, Nancy Pelosi is going to criticize Mitch McConnell. Yeah, Mitch McConnell's a piece of shit, but... When your, own, when your own side is burning fucking buildings down and you seem to pretend like that's not a problem, well, what does that say about you? And when nobody on either side wants to consider the fact that Biden's putting together the most diverse cabinet of fucking warmongers, That we've ever seen. Oh, it's diverse, though. It it checks the identity politics. There's some transgender people in there. We got some brown people. We got some black people. We're mixing it up. We got some first ladies doing, you know, the first women leading certain organizations. And all they want to do is start fucking wars. They've never met a drone strike they don't like. But we're going to sit here and talk about some identity politics bullshit? Really? Really? That's where we're going. Call out your own fucking side. Encourage your own side to get their fucking shit together. Before you go calling the other side out. If you're not keeping your own side in check, fuck you. We don't have time for your fucking bullshit. If you can't call out your own side's hypocrisy, their drive for divisiveness, I don't give a shit what you have to say. That's why I come at people like Charlie Kirk. I think it's great. I think it's great that that guy can speak his fucking mind. But what comes out of his mind, the ideas, the words, the intentions, are cowardice. And I'll call him out on that. And that'll offend his right to free speech. But I'll also look at the left and say, hey, you guys are fucking morons. You guys are losing your shit. And you're making us all look bad. We have a humongous problem with lacking responsibility, and lacking accountability within our own teams. Would you ever let that happen? Would you ever let that happen? In your own family? On your own football team? On your own volleyball team? Whatever it is that you play. Would you let somebody lose their shit and damage everybody? Is that leadership? Is that leadership? Really? Come the fuck on. So everybody out there, whatever fucking side you're on, I don't give a shit. I know that we end up wherever we end up on the political spectrum because of our life experience and our values and that's what guides decisions and there's no shame in that unless your values are of a white ethno state, okay? But Jesus fucking Christ, if you're on the right, look to the right and if you're on the left, look to the left, find the bad ideas in your community and speak the fuck up. This is getting to the point where it is, that is the only way We will solve problems. That's the only way we'll be united. Joe Biden's not going to unite shit. He's not going to unite anything any more than Donald Trump did. Everybody might settle the fuck down and get back to normal. That might happen. But if you think the message of unity and togetherness that's coming from the fucking Biden campaign means a goddamn thing, you're fucking stupid. Look to the left if you're on the left and look to the right if you're on the right and fucking do something that matters. That's the show, everybody. That's it. Damn, I got more heated than I thought I was going to. Now I feel like I let you all down, but we're here. <laughs> we're doing the best we can. Oh, Jesus H. Christ. Fucking love you guys. Maybe um, remember, 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 remember if you would like to go over to the Patreon, join up. Get some bonuses coming at you next year. Holidays are coming soon. Can't wait. Make sure to leave a review on Apple Podcasts. Share the show if you love it. And please go over to YouTube and subscribe. Just search Connor Wanders. And I'll be right there. Well, time for dinner for me. Stay safe out there. Keep your head on straight. We'll see you next time.